What is up, Nerd Army? We're back after a long weekend away. Uh, my baby sis got married this weekend. So uh, real quick, congrats out to Sel and Darren. Uh, Marcus also did get to join us. Uh, and I think Marcus got to do a couple other things this weekend. So we'll just start with a little intro. So uh, how'd you find everything this weekend, uh, Anime Sensei? Good, good. I, it was in Alice, Texas. Me and my girlfriend drove out there. And well, we stayed in Alice, Texas, but it was a small town called San Diego, Texas, which is ten minutes, uh, what, west of, yeah, yeah, west of Alice or whatever. And it was a small little town, honestly, like small. I know. Uh, yeah. I can't even. I I, I want to ask what the population, but I'm sure it's less than a thousand, easy. But we had a good time. Had a great time. Saw a lot of friends, a lot of friends who I hadn't seen in a long time, and enjoyed ourselves and had a good time and again congratulations to darren and, and selena you know you guys are awesome and uh wish you nothing but happiness going forward and of course to my, my best friend evander i hope you had a good time and um you know oh he just, did <laughs> yeah yeah he seemed like it. We were, he wanted to play had and go seek with me and he says we gotta hide and i kind of looked around and said i'm sorry evander but i have nowhere to hide and he's just like okay fine and he says um but you just stand there and if they're coming you tell me <laughs> i was like all right cool so that so i did that uh, we did do that. I think it was like one or two rounds. But after that, again, had a good time. We spent the night there. And then the next day, I did take off to the Corpus, Curie, Corpus Christi, the Texas State Aquarium. So I had a good time there. You know, just I I, I, don't, I figured this out re- recently when the last time I went to San Antonio. That I, we, I do have a fascination with just like animals and just just being able to see different kinds of animals and not your typical, you know, cat, dog, whatever we see here in the valley so had a good time ate came back and yeah just i have what it's tuesday here uh five days left before work starts up again so i'm gonna enjoy my time and just get through it because it's gonna be a long year (laughs) what what was your final uh assessment of the food because i kept looking at you and asking like how's the food and you're like i gotta keep trying it like i'm not sure i'm not sure (laughs) (laughs) honestly no joke the brisket was delicious. It was very, very good. Uh, and, Dude, and, they get, and they gave you a lot, man. It wasn't like these thin little oh, no, of brisket. They would pack you. I was like, whoa, these guys are awesome. Yeah. And, and if, if you go to like barbecue joints, especially here in the Valley, we have barbecue and we have um, Smoky Moon and some other places, Rudy's and stuff like that. Well, I will go and say that this is better than all three of them. By a, by a long shot. Granted, I usually get lean brisket. They did serve me what, what you would call moist brisket, which is more of the fatty part, but it, it didn't feel like that. It was tender. It was good. It was The brisket was amazing. So I really enjoyed the food and was blown away by how good it was. So kudos to whoever made that, man. Yeah, our, the caterers killed it. Like, they did, they did great. Uh, yeah, we just had a, that, that was pretty much my whole weekend, just uh, spending it with family and getting ready for sale and Darren's little celebration. And we had a great time. Uh, everything was so much fun and it was go- so glad to see a lot of my family. Uh, and we had a lot missing, <laughs> uh, and that, uh, a bunch of you guys were able to make it up there and celebrate with us and stuff. So that was nice. And, uh, you know, there was some pretty good news while we we're gone. Uh, we're here. We usually do it on the weekend. It's what Tuesday today. Or Tuesday, yes. Or Tuesday, but uh, there, was, there was not, um, uh, you know, like a crazy amount of news, I think, like we did last week. But there's some good stuff in here uh, this past week. Um, well, I so, say we jump right in. Let's do it. 
So uh, starting off with anime, like we usually do, the only thing I had seen that kind of caught my attention over the past week is there's a rumor. This Again, this is just a rumor, not confirmed anything, but there's a rumor that we're going to be getting a Dark Souls anime uh, coming to Netflix, possibly. Um, I know with uh, the popularity of like all the FromSoft games and stuff like that, there's been talks about like a Dark Souls, doing something with Dark Souls for a very long time. And uh, them going, them choosing to go like the anime route, like that's perfect because of, uh, you know, you don't have the limitations uh, of live action stuff that you do with anime uh, yeah. oftentimes. I know that's one of the things that you always tell me why you like anime so much because the possibilities are kind of endless, right? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I think that's such a cool direction for them to go. Uh, I still will, I still hate the shit out of the first game <laughs> but but uh i might be watching this if it happens what do you think do you think dark souls how much you haven't played too much dark souls either right from what i remember uh i've only played maybe like a quarter of the first one granted i played dark souls i, I gave it two shots recently and when it first came out when it first came out i had no idea what the hell i was playing or what i was supposed to do i was kind of lost and at the time, I was just transitioning. I believe it was like college. I must have been the first year or whatever. And I wasn't really looking for something that was, I guess, as intense. I'm going to test gonna, you. Well, yeah, you see, yeah I, like, I, didn't, I, I didn't know what I was doing. Like, I didn't know what type of game it was supposed to be. And I was getting one shot in the beginning the entire time. And I was thinking like, oh, like, is, I'm, like what am I supposed to do? Like, is there a certain way I'm supposed to go? Like, like I, I didn't know what I was supposed to do. And to be fair, at the time... Um, I was playing, replaying Twilight Princess, strangely enough. So, I, of course, I'm going to go replay tw uh, Twilight Princess. And I kind of just never really got on it. But the story, I know, the story has always been intriguing, to say the least, interesting. And for it to be an anime, again, I always think that's one of the best mediums. I would even say for, for gamers, right? Is it safe to say that gamers are anime fans or don't mind anime more so than just about anybody it's safe it's it, i think it's a safe a safe assessment right to, I, or to I, at least think about I, I would say that there has to be some kind of correlation with the two uh especially the last these last couple of years with like arcane and the cyberpunk anime and the success of both of them you know hopefully overwatch is around the corner next right but um i i would say that's a fair yeah assessment. because they even make like anime games and i know uh Shorts like, and all that kind of stuff yeah so they do all kinds of stuff so i'm sure there's some correlation between the medium that they decide to work with as compared uh, you know compared to the game right so if you're thinking if it's a dark souls game then you would want to anime i know one of the things you and i talked about a while back was elden ring shoot man if we can get an elden ring anime hell i think i think elden ring would actually really benefit from something like live action hbo if they want to go like the game of thrones route oh I think that would look gorgeous if they gave it the effects that, that you know, the money, at least put, put in the money that they were supposed to. So, but nonetheless, uh, Dark Souls might be the the first one, right? Or it is the first one, but it might be the first one of many. So um, I'm, I'm going to check it out, of course, especially since anime is tied into it. And again, I saw Cyberpunk without even having to play the game. So maybe Dark Souls will be the same thing. Yeah, I know. Uh, I know a little bit of like some of the boss fights for Dark Souls, and the thought of like seeing some of those things animated, some of the bosses animated, and some of the fights animated and stuff like that. Like, and some of the music from the game too. Like, oh man, to see that in all its glory. Like, I think I'm. I'm in. Like, sign me up. Yeah. I'm in yeah. too. 
that was kind of the only thing that caught my attention. I know you're a little bit more into the anime verse than I am. You keep you keep up with a lot more things. So some stuff you wanted to throw out there too. Yeah, well, nothing too crazy. Nothing's really been announced. I know there's been some teasers and stuff like that of stuff that's already been announced. But as far as new stuff coming out, I don't think we got much. And if there is, I haven't seen it. Uh, one of the things I did want to talk about, and there's two things, was the Slam Dunk movie. The Slam Dunk movie in its first three days actually netted six six twenty five thousand in its first three days here in, in North America. Which, again, if Slam Dunk's in that weird spot where it's a night, it's an old '90s anime. It never even finished off the the entire series. So if you weren't a fan, you know, you're not really sure what you're getting into. If you are a fan, you know exactly what you're getting into. And I'm sure these people who are fans watch this movie. Ricky actually saw it. And having, again, no, what is it? background information on this manga anime hell ricky Hart, ricky doesn't really watch anime to begin with but he loved it we walked out of there we were amazed it was me andrew and ricky and holy shit it blew my mind like it was good and it was very very good i i i can't even like fathom and find the right words to describe just how intense this movie was it does a damn good job of giving you a story in the flashback sequences for your main character and if you're familiar with the manga your main character is not um sakuragi uh, Sakuragi. your main character is ryota who is the point guard of the team and in this case it's telling his story because strangely enough in the manga he's probably one of the characters you don't really get much information uh, about but it does deal with some heavy topics you know death and his family um it starts getting into just his brother his dad coping a lot of coping especially with the mom and how athletes or in his case he found his solace through basketball and it kind of tells that story but then it'll flash forward to the game that we're getting and i've always said i think i told you before the game that they're showing is the last game that is featured in the manga so you're kind of like what the hell like that's what they're going with and the, it's funny because the movie's called the first slam dunk what they're trying to do what it means i'm not sure there was an ending that does leave it open to some story that might be told so i thought that was awesome and again stuff that's not featured in the manga either but holy hell the game the game and the way it's animated is fantastic fantastic dude and ricky had told me he goes is there going to be a lot of a lot of dunks and um you know just over like insane over the top stuff and i was like there's gonna be a lot of blocks and i can't wait for you to see it and the oh and this is a very very minor spot it's more of the dialogue and i mentioned it to rico one of my favorite lines that it just i, I didn't see it subbed and it's um uh, mitsui he's your three-point shooter your shooting guard and one of the scenes he he shoots the ball and he, he was playing off that he's tired, he's tired. He shoots the ball and he says, everybody quiet down. And the sound, and it, it just it just drops. Like, you just see the ball floating in there. He goes, I love this sound. And he just, he swishes the ball. And it's just, I was like, oh my God. Like, I just lost it because it says, this guy is just, it was good. You got to watch it, man. I can't, I can't, I can't explain enough how amazing it was. It I'm, I, I'm actually doing, I, well, I have plans to go and watching it again. I do plan on watching it in English dub this time because I do want to compare and again see the amazement of the amazing what I just transpired a few days ago. So I'll probably go tomorrow morning by myself or you know, see if anybody wants to maybe go last minute. But it's something that is definitely, definitely worth checking out. And even, if you're, even if you've never heard of it or watched it, by all means, it's a, it's its own story. There's no, there's not much context. I guess the only context would be some of the nicknames they call each other, but that's about it. 
as far as story, you don't not, you don't need to know anything. They're playing a game in your eyes, and that's it. But it was good, and even Andrew's just like it. Actually, just might be one of those movies that I just might play for students or be on that list. I check out because Andrew loved it too. So, um, if you haven't checked it out, go 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 because here in, here in our local area, I think the theater is only showing it till Thursday. So. If you haven't checked it out, check it out. And if you want to wait for it to come to Crunchyroll or wherever it might come out, by all means, I'll watch it again too. So, slam dunk. Go watch it. Go watch it. The second thing, and my last thing, is I do play a lot of Digimon. And lately, I've been having this itch to go and redo and rewatch and kind of just get it, just throw myself into the Digimon universe. Um, well, lo and behold, they're actually announcing Digimon Adventure 2, the beginning anime film. This is the sequel, or what would be the sequel if you're familiar with the movies. We did have Digimon Try and Digimon Adventure Last Evolution, the Kitsuna anime movie. Those are the last ones to tell the story for like Tai and Matt. You know what I mean? So those those that ended that story. The Last Evolution ended that story. Well, now we're getting your second set of Tamers, who if you see season two, these are Davis and Kari and uh, TK grown up. So we're going to get these characters in older versions and it's what's cool is that they are older uh ty and them were 20 years old 20 some years old and these these guys are going to probably be around the same age it's supposed to be a sequel so we'll see not only are we getting the digimon movie but they are remastering and and uh, what sounded like a new dub for digimon adventure 2 to come out on blu-ray they re-released the old the first season i believe um, and they even redid the Digimon first season completely. And that was on, what, a few, few was two years ago or so. So there's a lot of Digimon stuff out there. I'm jumping on that train soon after I'm done with One Piece. I'm getting the, I'm getting everything I need to do, I need to get to fully immerse myself in the Digimon world. So um, I just wanted to kind of give that a shout out. But yeah, Slam Dunk and Digimon, those were the only two things I had. Okay, okay. I mean, good stuff. I know you've always hyped up the Slam Dunk uh series to me i know it's a little bit of an older one but you've always said like dude just give it a chance give it a chance uh so i'll definitely be checking i know that i know that's available in one of uh is it on crunchyroll the show yes yeah okay so I'm, i'll have to I, i'm one of those people that like i wouldn't want to watch the movie without first watching the show so yeah. i'll probably have to watch the show and then wait for it to come to streaming platforms or be able to rent it or something like that and check that out too very good uh hopping over to tv and movies i know this week or you know over the last week and a half i would say uh there's been a huge uh explosion of actually an old uh tv show from uh the usa channel that kind of broke a bunch of records with its uh, netflix debut which is suits which if i'm not mistaken had you said that you watched it yes. you've seen suits <laughs> i've seen all the way up till season. I've never seen season nine, and that's where it ends. I did see it because season nine, I think, actually came out. It was that weird time for um, what you call it? What you call it? Uh, COVID, right? Right before then, if I'm not mistaken, or I was kind of getting into it when they when they had first dropped, um, in what March? Because we got we went to COVID what 2020? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then it, then they yeah it was it was something because I I know it finished in 2019, but it was it was something else then. But nonetheless. I did see the first eight seasons and I did see something that happens with the character Michael Ross and, but you're watching it because Harry Specter is, you know, just awesome. But I have seen mainly what, eight, eight Most seasons? Most of it. Majority, yeah. yeah majority of it. 
And I got to thank Meliton because Meliton, we, we started watching it together and Meliton had just started playing it and we, we were just obsessed with Harvey Specter because we wanted to walk around like that, just like that guy, like your shit don't stink. He was, <laughs> yeah, dude. So it, it was a great show. So when it came to you, and you're leading obviously up into, into what, what happened on Netflix, right? Mm-hmm. It yeah, just... It, it debuted and it just exploded. It says from the week of June 26th through July... Second, oh no, actually, this was last month, not this past this past couple of weeks. Uh, at the end of last month, uh, from the week of June 26th through July 2nd, uh, it was watched for 3.1 billion minutes. <laughs> That's ridiculous. And I've always had an interest in like, I want to watch the show, I want to watch the show, but it's one of those that I kind of always put it's on my list, but it's not a priority. Keep up. I don't watch live action stuff. So whatever, how, why ever, I don't know why it hit, but it hit. I'm world with it, man. <laughs> yeah, and again, I think it is the, you know, there is something really interesting to that premise of somebody just being gifted and knowing what they're doing without having like that whole, the going through the ringer of like the whole education and all that kind of stuff. And then uh, I know that uh, a lot of people love that uh, Harvey Specter guy too and his character. And I know, uh, what is her name? The actress that's now uh, in the royal oh, family. Uh, uh, Meghan Markle. Yeah, I know Meghan Markle is in, in that show too. And uh, I, I don't know. I've, I've always heard real good things. As a matter of fact, I think my dad watched that series too. And he well, said uh, that, he, that he loved it too. And a little uh, connection to Destiny. Uh, Gina Torres plays... Um, one of the characters in Destiny. What's what's the main girl's name? Well, what, what's her name in Destiny? Oh, uh, it's Dude. not I, I. It's not Ikora, is it? Is I think it's Ikora. Yes, I think it is. Ikora Ray, the yes, yes, the Warlock Vanguard. Yeah, she 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 was Ikora um, here in Destiny too, but I don't think she is anymore. But she did voice that character for a long time, so I thought that was kind of a cool little connection. Oh, um, that's dope! I never knew yeah. that. Yeah. So yeah, but. Uh, again, amazing. So the fact that it got a second life, I think, is amazing. I, I, I even I've seen certain articles that saying that there might be thinking of a revival, and why not? Considering that I don't think the story that they want to tell was told. I know Rachel never came back because she got married, and obviously, you know, she lived her life. And but Michael Ross, the character Michael Ross, Patrick, forgot his last name, did come back for a few episodes there in the last season. I'm not, because he, he was one of the main selling points. Like, like this show was, yes, Harvey Specter, but Michael Ross was the co-lead, and this guy really built up to what the show is, or, you know. So Patrick if they're going to make... Patrick Adams. What did, I, what did I say? No, you just said Patrick and... Yeah. Um, just... But yeah, so he... It would be it would be interesting to see them come out with a tenth season, get back to the roots, and give it a good. I I don't want to say finale because the finale was something that again a lot of things were resolved. So I'm not sure in what direction they can go if they did want to revive the series. So it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, why not? If 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 it has this new little momentum and a bunch of people, and if they feel like they could give it a better send off, like why not? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just I just saw that and I was like, wow, like the power of Netflix and reaching all the people out there again. And, you know, I guess now with the opportunity to be able to binge it like that has to like appeal to another audience as well. Like, oh, I don't have to wait. 
like a day or a week or I don't know how. Do you remember what kind of release schedule it had back when it was on? I'm pretty sure it was a weekly a, a weekly schedule. We- weekly. Yeah. Okay. So you don't have to wait the week. You don't have to you know wait season to season or whatever. You can just start it, and if you like it, I mean, there's nine seasons, so <laughs> that's exciting. Yeah. But uh, yeah, let, let's see what happens there. I'm I'm probably gonna check it out too, and uh, see what's up with the what the what all the hype is about. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, building off of some hype, there's a rumor going around that spi- that we might have a Spider-Man four with Tobey Maguire and Sam Raimi returning. Have you have you have you seen this going around at all? I, I've seen some sort of rumor of that, and again, I've and I think I mentioned it recently. Or I rewatched part two, and strange enough, I re saw part three at the hotel in Alice. Saw saw most of part really? three. Really? Yeah, and. <laughs> And I don't give a damn what anybody says. And, and I, I said the same thing about part two. And I told you, and you know how I feel, right? Like, they're good, but they are overrated as hell. And I don't give a damn. And I get a lot of flack. And I've said this, and I stick to that, those guns. Tommy McGuire is a little, eh. I thought I, Andrew Garfield is a little underrated because I, I personally think he's a better Peter Parker, at least. Um, than Toby Hell, even better Spider-Man. I go back, I am thinking of he he Andrew Garfield got that second win because of of Tom Holland's part three. And people finally saw that he was charismatic and charming. And I guess it does have to do with the age where Tommy McGuire, because of his age, or might be because of his age, a little stiff and whatever and older and whatever, you know. But I don't give a damn what anybody says. If they made a part four, yeah, I would watch it, but I'm not sure how I would feel about it. So uh that's just me. So you know, I get a lot of flack for that, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean, obviously, like you said, it's coming off of the the resurgence of Tobey Maguire here with the with the latest movie, and uh, it was exciting. It was good to see him again. Uh, you would hope that since since we got those movies, the standards have changed a lot. Yeah. So if they if they were to make make another movie with like that in mind or explore like him post that uh that event in his life where he goes back and he's a little bit of an older spider-man more mature spider-man like uh i think he has back problems in the movie right if i'm not mistaken like yeah. that 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 would be kind of interesting to see a, a little bit of a different something different that that we're used to seeing but it, nonetheless still a suit still like you know spider-man it it would be easy if they're gonna go if they're gonna bring Toby back back and it might help him absolutely and especially because you have the multiverse and now you can have all these Spider Mans without them, you know I guess kind of competing against each other. Yeah, they kind of are, but ultimately it's kind of this one big Spider Verse. And again, you can have any movie. I'm not totally against this. The only thing I can see Toby Maguire actually moving forward forward with is um, Last Stand Spider Man. Is and that's the one with the black and red, and he kind of has like that button over or whatever across okay. his way. He's old Peter Parker, and I think there's actually been. I'm gonna, let, me, let me check it real, real quick. Yeah, there's actually been like arts and stuff like that of old man Spider Man featuring Tobey Maguire in, in in his last stand suit. You know, just kind of doing that, and it'd be a it would be a very easy story to tell. That might change my tune a lot because obviously he's not the young 
Spider-Man that we're supposed to, that we have or whatever. And you can even roll with Andrew Garfield in that middle stance. And then you can keep Tom Holland if you want to keep running with the young Spider-Man, especially with the way the last movie ended. So there's a lot they can work with. And again, it wouldn't totally clash at all because of the Spider-Verse and the multiverse and whatever verse you want to kind of throw in here. And anything and everything would work if it's done right, right? So if Sam mm-hmm. Raimi wanted to make a part four, that would, to my opinion, would be the way to go without, you know, going into other storylines that aren't conducive to the Spider-Man that they have. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that would be a, a, a nice way to kind of like say goodbye and kind of give Toby his, you know, his, his swan songs. Give him, give him like a good, a good send off as well, just like we we're talking about with suits. Um, so yeah, I, I would be down for that again. Just rumor. So here we are, like hyping ourselves up for something that's not even confirmed yet. Yeah, hey, I'm, I'm just saying, if, if something like that again, I'm gonna watch it. I don't know how it feel, but if you rolled with that storyline, then by all means. And I'm only saying that because again, there's a bunch of Spider Mans, and I don't know, man. Those and Mary Jane, she's cringe. <laughs> Harry's cringe. They're all cringe. I don't, I don't know if it was a time or what, but I'm watching this movie and I'm just biting my nails and I'm like, oh, like, wow. Again, part two, um, Molina. Oh, he's amazing. amazing. Dr. Ox, yeah, oh, he was amazing. Oh, dude. Like I just straight up, he stole, he stole the entire show. Like, like that was an Alfred Molina film. Cause he was good. Very, very good. But sorry, Toby. He's, he's not on my pedestal there. Yeah, um, let's see. Some more Spider-Man news is, uh, I think we talked about it a little while back with some of the animators and stuff that, you know, they had kind of real quickly announced like, oh, in a year we're going to have the next uh, Beyond the Spider-Verse, I think would be the title. Yeah, yeah. But uh, we kind of got conflicting reports with the animators saying like, there's no way, like, we're not, we're nowhere near, like on that time schedule. Well, it's been, uh, the movie has officially been delayed indefinitely so yeah we're gonna have to wait a little bit longer for the beyond the spider-verse i'm not sure if that has this has anything to do with like uh the strikes and every, anything like that at all i think it, it just would make sense right uh, that, mm-hmm. that that's that's what i thought immediately and again i i'm a, i love i love the spider-verse beyond i love the spider-verse movies miles ha- has risen to the top just in like spider-man lore has risen to the top i love miles and I love his story. And then the Into the Spider-Verse is actually one is, is my favorite Spider-Man movie. So the fact that they delayed it indefinitely, good. Good for them. At the end of the day, if it's going to look as amazing as it does, and you're not going to pay the people responsible for that, <laughs> I'm going to be the first one, as much as I love it and everything, I'm going to be sad, but it's justified. And if it's the reason that the animators aren't getting their due, by all means, you can delay it as much as you want. They can it can be delayed indefinitely. It might never come out and see light of day. If you're not paying the people, if you're not giving the people their due justice because it looks as amazing as it does, then that's on you. So good for them. Or you know, if whatever's going on behind the scenes, good because those guys need to be get paid. Yeah, right on. Uh last thing I have here for uh, TV and movies. Uh, I guess tomorrow is the release of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. And the um, reviews have been phenomenal from Rotten Tomatoes and all around. I've been hearing nothing but good things. P- some people even going as far as to say, if you thought this latest uh, Spider-Man movie was going to be like the big, uh, the solo kind of animated hit of the year, like hold your horses. Like this one is 
kind of being put up there with the yeah, yeah, Spider Verse movie. So let's see. And it's funny, I was actually watching Ninja Turtles uh, two days ago with my nephew, one of the other the movie with uh, Megan Fox, and we were watching oh, yeah, it, and having yeah. having a having a laugh and stuff like that, and just watching it. And I was telling him, "Do you like Ninja Turtles, buddy?" And he's like, yes, yes, I like them. And I was like, oh, okay. And I was just thinking to myself, I know the guys have talked a lot about Ninja Turtles and stuff like that. They were never really my cup of tea, but uh, I mean, there, I, 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 I got to watch this movie. <laughs> Ninja Turtles came at a weird time. RJ, my oldest brother, was a big Ninja Turtles head growing up because that was a more late 80s, very early 90s. Like, I was, if I'm born in 90, 91, 92, 93 is where Ninja Turtles was at its peak, right? In the late 80s, 90s, early 90s. And actually, Abadan, a good friend of ours, is actually a big Ninja Turtles head. Uh, collects. He actually has the Ninja Turtles pops and I think believe some of the comics and memorabilia and stuff like that. But Ninja Turtles has always been, again, one of the more... I don't want... It is a premier franchise. It is, or at least it should be. Ninja Turtles is something that can captivate just about any audience, very similar to the way... Spider-Man does, you know, for for us in our case. But you know, Ninja Turtles. If this one is done right, I would not put it past them, especially Ninja Turtles, to see some sort of resurgence more than what we already seen. Because I know we we played the shit out of the uh, the beat 'em up Ninja Turtles game. We passed it, beat it. We saw Shredder. Uh, I always forget their names, but it's um, the head with the glasses and the rhino. Um, but again, and we know them. You can you can have only watched them once, and we know they're based on painters. If you don't know their names, then obviously something's wrong with you, right? But it's gonna if it, if it does well, which I hope it does. I am gonna go see this movie eventually soon. Um, I hope there's that resurgence because it'd be cool to see a lot of Ninja Turtle stuff out there, especially because they're awesome and there's a Ninja Turtle for everybody. There really is. They're, you know, they all have different personalities. And Master Splinter, people love Master Splinter because he's the wise and you know the old fogey. But we'll see how it goes, man. What's the name of the other guy? Casey, the the other guy that helps him out? Casey Jones. Casey Jones. Sure. There we go. All right, it's Kay- I'm pretty sure it's Casey. Yeah, 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 you're right. You're we right. We came right to uh, the Casey. It better be Casey Jones. And obviously, yeah. April O'Neil. Um, but here we're dealing with with young, with a young teenage Ninja Turtles. And obviously, that's what their name is, right? But usually, they're not teenage um, in the movies that we've seen. Um, but in this case, they do seem to be a lot more, what's that word? Immature than some of the Ninja Turtle movies that we've seen out there. So maybe there might be, part two might be some sort of time skip. They might be older. And I, I'm referencing like the TMNT. I'm also referencing the uh, the old ones. Uh, I Part two, the old part two one with the ooze was always one of my favorites. Part three was always a trip because they go back into like feudal Japan. And it's actually that guy, Scorpion, the one who plays Scorpion in, in the new Mortal Kombat. He okay. actually comes out in, in the, that 90s three. I don't remember when it came out, uh, but in part three, Ninja Turtles as a samurai in that film. Uh, so yeah, you, you go back, you're gonna be like, what the hell? And they hold up, they hold up because they were actually costumes and this, there was no computer stuff generated through here. So, um, and one of the, in one of the scenes, you can actually see the guys like eyeballs through the, through the, uh, was it Donatello? I think through Donatello's <laughs> mouth. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's, it's, it's very, very weird. You can actually look it up. It's strange. Uh, they're like the little <laughs> mishaps and stuff like that, but they're costumes. And they said that these costumes get super hot to the point where it was just, you know, ridiculous. I bet, dude. Uh, anything else? Did you watch any? Have, did you watch anything? I mean, you mentioned that you watched the uh, Spider-Man three. Did you watch any shows? Watch any movies uh, this past week, week and a half? Uh, just slam dunk. I haven't seen anything yet. Just 
I guess I'm just slam dunk because I actually saw in theaters. I do plan on seeing Ninja Turtles hopefully sometime soon. I haven't seen anything on TV. Just been. Did again, you see? Did you go see Oppenheimer already? I have not. I've seen no. Barbie. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you did see Barbie. You, t- I did you see talked Barbie. to me a little bit about Barbie. Yeah, and again, super. Barbie was really good. I don't give a damn what anybody says. Um, I know there's a bunch of snowflakes on online and all that. It's mostly men and their fragile masculinity. I'll be the first one to say that too, because come on, man. <laughs> there's no, be a man's man. Get out of here. Um, but yeah, dude, Barbie was great. I hear a lot of great things about Oppenheimer that does not feel like three hours. That runtime, honestly, is what scared me the most from watching it. And I know it's Christopher Nolan and people have Christopher Nolan, you know, near and dear to their hearts. But three hours, that's rough, dude. But I, I yeah. hear that it doesn't feel like three hours, so. That's what I hear, too. But, I mean, that's three hours of uh, One Piece, right? One Piece. Hey, I'm on episode 530, <laughs> by the way. 530. Oh that's nuts. <laughs> hey, dude. Uh, it's, it's going, baby. <laughs> for for me, in my in my downtime over there in uh, San Diego, when, uh, you know, I had a little bit of time to myself, I finished up the second part of The Witcher. They wrapped up season three of The Witcher. Um so Henry Cavill's officially done. Uh, all I can say is it was underwhelming. Good riddance. Uh, it, it was an underwhelming way for him to go out. They did it like that on purpose, dude. That's a conspiracy in the works, and nobody, nobody really, really seems to be on it. But I'll be the first one to tell you. You want to know what the conspiracy is? What is it? That he sucks so much that when Liam Hemsworth comes and takes the mantle, it's going to be so good to the point where they're going to forget all about Henry Cavill and his dismal, abysmal, I'm sorry, third season. You heard it here first. Nah, I'm joking. It makes sense. No, no, no. It it, it does make sense, but the problem is that it's not even, it wasn't even like him that was bad. It was the writing. Like, if you watched it, you're like, like, how are, like, if you're in the know and you know, like, you know, like, this guy's gonna, this is, this is it for him. Uh, I don't know. It just was very underwhelming where we finished off in the story. And to Uh, keep in mind, Henry Cavill did say before he left that, they did not respect the source material where he did and stuff like that. So who's to say that these guys didn't throw a big, you know, bomb at him and did it on purpose to now a, these guys can very easily skew just about anything they want. So I wouldn't put it past them and kind of come back and be like, Hey, we're going to follow the source material now. <laughs> just to spite yeah, them. They, they, took, they <laughs> took a lot of the shine off of him, like in this season. And it, it's weird because it, it was one of those seasons that they kind of broke up into like pieces and it felt like the midway like the midway finale felt a lot more like the end of a season than the season finale did the season yeah. finale was like what like you're stopping there like at least give me something like exciting or like some kind of finality or something where i'm going to like okay like okay i can see where we're going this was just way too weird so i don't know i mean i'm i'm still a uh, I'm not really a Witcher head or anything like that. I've never played the games. Watching the show, though, make, always makes me want to go back and play part three. So, again, I have it on my list again that I'm going to go try Witcher again. So, uh, yeah, it was just a little uh, underwhelming. But uh, I also did watch one of my guilty pleasure shows, uh, Too Hot to Handle, one of those Mugrero. Uh, if you don't know what Mugrero is, uh, that's a Spanish word for trash uh, dating <laughs> shows. Uh it's just a, a real crazy concept where they get all these real good looking, very much horny people, put them on an island and say, you can't, you can't kiss, you can't do anything sexual at all, or you're, you take away from the prize fund. So every time they break the rules, they lose money. 
So it, 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 it's a good time. It's, it's just dumb fun. Uh, a lot of drama, which I like to keep separate from myself. So that's, I guess that's part of, partly uh, why, like I always tell myself I like those shows. That's how I try to justify it, right? <laughs> uh, I also did watch uh, Annihilation. I had always heard such good things about Annihilation, the movie, and I finally watched it on Netflix, and I was not... No, Annihilation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, no, that, about. yeah, Mortal Kombat Annihilation. I, I have seen that movie too, and I still love it. I don't care what no one says. But, uh, but yeah, I watched it, and I actually really enjoyed it a lot. You've seen it, or you just know I of it? Not. I know of it, right? But I mean, said Annihilation. I did, I did instantly go right to you know, Mortal Kombat Annihilation. So, <laughs> yeah, ch- you, you should check it out. It, it's actually really thought-provoking and real interesting, very different. Uh, it kind of has a lot. I, I mean, I don't want to spoil anything, but it uh, has a lot of parallels with uh, Last of Us. That's all I'll say. Yeah. So if, if you're if you like kind of like the little premise and stuff with the Last of Us, like check that out. It, it's really cool. There's some. It's like a sci-fi, supposed to be like a scaryish movie, but it's not scary. It's more just like thought-provoking kind of stuff. It's 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 cool. So I, I enjoyed that a lot. I actually would really like to watch it again now that I kind of like did a little bit of research and kind of reflected and said like this is kind of what I think. It's one of those that kind of has a little bit of an open-ended ending. Yeah. Uh, like open for interpretation. So, like, I kind of once I was like once I finished it and said like this is my ending. Like now I want to go watch it again and see if I can re- if I reinforce or if I change my mind. So hmm. let's let's see. Uh, nothing else with TV movies, right? Um, that's that's it for me. Yeah, live action, gross. Uh-huh. Uh, so last thing with gaming, which we actually have probably three really big things i'll start off with one of them uh which has kind of been all over the news these last couple like this uh, last couple days it's not the one you're thinking of but uh there was a street fighter (laughs) six tournament you were you were ready you were ready i was i was bombing i was i was dancing over here like yeah let's talk about it baby (laughs) no but this one's actually really interesting too i don't know if you've heard if you have kind of caught wind of it already but there was a six I mean, a Street Fighter Six tournament that was going on, and one of the casters that was uh, commentating. I guess, I guess, I would imagine that the way it works is he is able to cast through his own client or or some some way or another, and he apparently had mods on his version of the game, so he had a mod where. There was a nude skin for for Chun Li, oh, nice. so when he starts commentating, all of a sudden, like oh, like the 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 match is starting or whatever, and then all of a sudden, er, like it just kind of goes silent, and then people just start like some. I think the other commentator says, "Oh, that's an interesting skin." I just send you the the clip here if you haven't seen it. Uh, but yeah, that it's been going around like crazy. Like the name of the guys out there, whatever. Uh, so basically, he just got busted. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> so yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what the what the tournament is. I know we're supposed to be having one of the big ones. I know they have that one called Evo. Uh, I don't think that's what this was, but uh, let's see. No, it just says that it was a Street Fighter tournament. 
He was taking part in the Street Fighter tournament and was co-hosting. Dang. Yeah, did you see it? It was pretty crazy. So, yeah, like, they kind of just... The other guys kind of tried to play it off a little bit, and uh, they just kind of, like, took it off immediately. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, dude, that's, that's nuts. So, yeah, a lot of people are talking about that and just having a laugh and stuff, and that poor guy, like... Yeah, he's got to be a little embarrassed, but I mean, eh, who cares, right? Yeah. Where can it work? Sign me up for the mod, please. Yeah, uh, where can I find it? Yeah, so. Yeah, that's, that's the first one. Had you seen that yet or no? I had I not was, seen that. I think that happened today. Or I had not seen that. Okay, so yeah, that's the first thing. That's a, one of the first big ones. Uh, some of the smaller things, um, obviously this isn't a small game, but uh, Call of Duty. We had the Modern Warfare 3 logo leak, I believe. It was on, uh, was it merch or was it some, let's see. Well, it looks like Monster Cans or something. Yeah, there we go. It's uh, some energy drink, Monster. You're, you nailed it. So we kind of have the logo. We had been uh, talking about what, what, the, what the next one was going to be. Modern Warfare 3, I guess, is, is it. That's what we're getting next. Uh, also, in the Call of Duty news, uh, Treyarch is going to be bringing back uh, Black Ops next year, which will be 2024. It's supposed to be a sequel to Cold War. It's going to be set in the 90s. And big, big news for me, it's going to be the return of round-based zombies. So I'm super pumped. Zombies has always been like a staple for me. Uh, I always buy the Black Ops games or the Treyarch games in general, even when they're not Black Ops, because um, I love those uh, those zombie games. What was it before? It like, was what was the latest iteration of zombies? The latest iteration of zombies we they, had. They're bringing back round-based zombies, and I, again, I just because I've played a lot of Call of Duties, I just haven't played the last few, so I don't know what happened to zombies. Is something partic- in particular happened to zombies, or? I, I I was also thinking the same thing. What is the why, why round-based zombies? I think I think they made. I, do I, remember. I, I, I don't know why it would be different, but I think they made they they kind of changed it uh, because some of the other companies also tried to do some zombies. I remember there was like some advanced warfare and infinite warfare had zombies. But let me see. What was our last uh, Call of Duty Black Ops? Was it four? Mm-hmm. No, Cold War had zombies, too. Um, let me see. Call of, Duty, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, which was our last one. I wonder. I wonder what make what makes it so that they say that uh, round based is coming back. I, I'm. I, I was also curious why they specifically said that, because other people have tried different formulas and they just have not been as popular. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I all I know is that Treyarch usually is the one that makes the best yeah. zombies, and they kind of have the storyline with. Uh, with their older four characters and their newer four characters, and they have other uh, sets of four people. The the Ether storyline and the the Element uh, 115 and all that stuff. But I'm, I actually should look that up just to clarify. But I'll, I'll look it up uh, as we go through some of this other stuff, and uh, I'll, I'll I'll see if I can find the answer to that exactly why it's labeled that way. Um, yeah. The uh, another thing I had here was the um. The ESRB, which is the what? The, what exactly is the inter, uh, rating board? Um, entertainment system? No, 
Entertain, yeah, entertainment software rating software board. rating board. Oh, I was, I was, you, were, I got you were so close. Three dude. or four. Three or yeah. four. <laughs> yeah, well, that's pretty good. <laughs> the the ESRB submitted a proposal to the FTC suggesting the use of a facial recognition technology to block minors from accessing mature related video games. In short, they're gonna use face facial recognition for age verification on video games, or at least they're gonna try to. Which I was like, excuse me? Like, that's, I, that's, I, that's ridiculous. There goes half of your target audience for Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I was thinking too, man. No <laughs> it's true. Like, I mean, like, there's all these little kids, oh, you know, they, they'll go trick their parents to buy this game or buy it secretly and whatever. And, you know, they're, you know, horny little kids, man. They're going to get on that Grand Theft Auto and do things that you're, you know, they're not supposed to. Because Grand Theft Auto is, for all in, you know, intents and purposes, is supposed to be rated, you know, R. You know, what is it? Uh, rated M because there is a lot of drug use and violence and sexual violence. And, you know, you get it. You, you know what I'm talking about if you play a Grand Theft Auto game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and games in general, like Call of Duties in general, like where they... Or, or other games that are rated a little bit, you know, more mature, or, uh, anything like that. I just don't see why they would, like, put themselves in a position to lose money, one. Uh, also, like, I, I, I don't see how, with all the concerns of, like, privacy and stuff like that, like, you're going to use face scans, like, for with people? Like, I don't know, That that's a little weird to me. Yeah. Uh, I I would think that it would be kind of a long shot for this to get approved, but I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure. I, I, there's always been this weird thing about video games, and people are saying that video games cause this, video games cause that, but I don't know. It, it feels like this is another one of these things where it's like, yeah, we need to make sure that we keep the, certain games out of the hands of certain uh, age groups or whatever, and it's like... If people are, if like nowadays with the internet and everybody with phones, my six, my six-year-old nephew has a phone. If he wants to go and find stuff on a phone, like he's gonna find it. Like it's it's so much more like to me with the younger generation about being open and being aware. And of course, it, it's not every, it's not everybody's way, but like the whole like just complete keep them completely sheltered and all that and whatever like i don't know to me like it's just not what i would say but i mean who am i right to, to tell people <laughs> I, I i don't know it just doesn't seem it seems backwards to me uh I don't, what do you think like are are you with that like the whole video games violence thing it feels like feels like this is that but more like sneaky uh i don't I don't think, again, it's, I'm going to give, I'm always going to give video games a benefit of the doubt. They don't do any such thing. If they do, you can take your game, you can take your anger out on a video game. You can kind of do whatever you need to do. I've done it, learned my lesson from it when breaking PlayStations and controllers. And obviously some people, if you cannot have nice things and don't get anything and, you know, that's what you get. But as far as like games, you know, instilling violence or twisted ideas, I'm going to be the first one to say that. These twisted ideas and violence, 90% of the time, will always come from your home environment. If you're if you're being exposed to these things at an early age, if you're, you know, your parents are not 
doing what they're supposed to do. At the end of the day, I'm going to be one of those people that say, hey, you know, your parents should be doing what they're supposed to be doing, starting from when you're young and growing up and all those uh, jazz. But I, I'm not going to say that one of your hobbies, you know, is a reason why you're a violent kid. <laughs> violent, because if that's the case, then you're going you're gonna to limit everything. Movies, books. Books are probably worse than some video games, but kids don't like to read, so they wouldn't know, right? But um, there's some <laughs> books. <laughs> there's some books that are banned because of the material, but, you know, and, and obviously I don't think you should ban any kind of book, but, you know, there's just things. There's, there's violence and everything. So why, is, why does one medium get more flack than the others? Because one medium is just because it's directed more so to kids. Well, movies, uh, TV shows, hell, even even children's TV shows have a lot of innuendos. You know, even um, family movies have some adult humor in there for good reason, because you want to keep the adults in, but the kids are going to pick up on it eventually. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't get it. It just doesn't make sense to me that it's going to pertain to one medium over the others. Yeah, I I mean, I'm right there with you. Uh, and what about what about them using facial recognition? To me, I, it feels like it's a long shot because of the whole privacy thing, and you don't want you know kind of keeping the government and wh- whatever this board is out of uh, our business and stuff like that, and who's playing the game, and I, I don't know. Yeah. Do you, would you be with this? Would this bug you? Would you be okay with it? Obviously, it wouldn't affect us because we're kind of out. We're we're at that age where we could do whatever the hell we want, right? But. I don't know. Oh, yeah, it's, I mean, it's just kind of weird. I don't want. I I still. If it was a game I really wanted to play, who cares? Like I'm just gonna fa- scan my face and play my damn game. But it it just feel it it feels annoying. It feels like something I don't want to have to do. Yeah, and again, uh, does the minor inconvenience outweigh everything else? I I can't stand minor inconveniences. So even doing something like something like that. Would bug the hell out of me. And granted, even growing up, if I don't, if, if I weren't able to play a game that I couldn't play, I would be upset just because of something like facial recognition, which again is also it's a whole different monster, security monster to begin with, right? But I don't know. I just don't. I don't. I don't think there's any winning here, and I, I don't know what the whole purpose is of them doing it. Yeah, I mean, you would think it would be to keep these younger people off of games where again we go back to like games that are blamed. Like they say, oh, well, these games lead people down this path, whatever it is. But uh, I I, that, that's that's dumb. I don't know why you reminded me of the of the the scene from I, I love in Persian Groove and actually that movie many many times. Um, what's the one scene goes? He wants to lead you down the path of righteousness. I'm gonna lead you down the path that rocks. <laughs> 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 and he goes, yeah. he's like, what is that? No, 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 it's got a point. Where he goes, I can do this. And the little devil, Kronk's devil. Oh, dude, so good. I, I actually quote that movie, and I can quote that movie more than I like to admit. <laughs> yeah. Why does why does the ESRB hate fun, man? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens with that. Uh, yeah. So I mean, obviously, it's just gonna be something we're gonna have to keep our eyes on to see if this actually becomes a thing, or uh, or what. We might have to be scanning our faces now when we play video games. Yeah. So. You know, that that's a big deal for gamers, especially if you're playing game after game after game after game. Boom, 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 boom. It's, I don't know. It's it, it's weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fortnite and Jujutsu Kaisen is officially uh, announcing a little crossover event where they're going to be bringing uh, another set of characters to uh, Fortnite. 
So uh, again, we always say it. We're not really much of Fortnite people, but man, do they do such good work for their fans and crossover events. Something's always going on with that game. So mm-hmm. good for them and good for the fans. If you're a fan of Jujutsu Kaisen, maybe we'll see Corny on there again. Uh-huh. Uh, last thing before we get into kind of like the big one is uh, Overwatch. Overwatch 2. We have a new uh, season coming up in a couple of days. I did see that uh, they announced that there is going to be double match XP for the remainder of the season. So if you, like me, need to get those last couple of... Uh, um, those battle last pass. couple levels on your battle pass. Yeah. Thank you. Um, you know, fill it out. Get that, uh, get that tracer skin. Or if you're way up there and you're trying to get the last couple of uh, levels for the... Uh, titles or whatever you know uh take advantage uh and we did actually we... unlock two titles well you did and, and it wasn't on purpose <laughs> it wasn't on purpose okay. it wasn't on purpose like i was again remember i always told you that for years it's always i pick it up and play arcade or just play or just play quick play whatever and i kind of passively play it i started doing that dude and i started getting some crazy amounts of xp and um I, i've actually been having a lot of fun with uh, what you call it something prop prop hunt prop, prop hunt yeah, that, that was it. That's the game mode, right? I didn't realize there was a game mode introduced elsewhere. But it's the first time I ever played in Overwatch, and I've been having a lot of fun with it. So yeah, if you haven't played Prop Hunt, it's kind of it's kind of fun. <laughs> I ha- I haven't touched it at all. I didn't even I didn't even use my my laptop all this time that I was in San Diego. So I need to uh, I need to give it a shot. And I bet I'm gonna just be getting XP like crazy, and I'll finish up that uh, battle oh, pass yeah. real quick for sure. So one of the things we did get uh, in Overwatch Two is we got a possible leak for the for a new character i don't know how much we want to go into as far as like details but we got it seems like it's pretty credible at this point with what we're seeing uh and it came by way of somebody kind of showed some skins that are going to be for like this new character that's coming up with uh this would be what season six? six this would be season six so we are getting a new support character we knew that already still don't know much about her but there's some leaks of some skins uh, where you're looking at the skins. You can see the name. Uh, and some people did put out some possibly a list of like the abilities. Uh, I know people are kind of like some people are open. Other people are kind of like, no, because of that list of abilities and stuff like that. Uh, do you want to go into it or do you want to kind of leave it a mystery? or? Mm. It's up to you. I mean, I know we talked about it a little bit before. Um, is her name supposed to be Ilari? Ilari. That's what that's it says a, there. That's a very nice name. Like, just in general. That's a nice name. Never heard that name before. Um, but no, I mean, it's up to you whether you want to go into it or not. I know, I know, like, usually we can just give first impressions as far as um, what we think so far, if you want. Yeah, I think, uh, I think, we, I think we go for it. Because, I, I mean, we're going to find out in probably the next couple of days. Yeah, in the next couple of days, we're probably going to get something of a, of a reveal because, again, it does start on the 10th, right? Yeah, next week. Next Tuesday? So ne- next Thursday. Next Thursday. So next Thursday, we start with the thing, well, with the new season. Uh, and uh, by the way, I also did see that there was a poster at the front door of, like, the Blizzard campus, which kind of showed also some possibly some skins or maybe some of the enemies that we're going to be going up against uh, possibly like in the oh, new yeah. uh, with the new season i don't know if you did you see that yeah uh that well, I saw, we're talking about the null right the, yeah like the type null it's one that kind of looks like anna one that kind of looks oh, like Cassidy and stuff like some that of them, some of them look real cool 
I was like, wow, if these are skins, that's, those are that's dope. Or even if they're enemies like that we're going to go up against, like that's pretty cool too. So I'm down for either one. But uh, yeah, let's get back to Ilari. So Ilari, we already knew that she was going to be a support hero. Uh, we kind of have only seen uh, not a very clear view of her. And to be fair, like this is not really these skins that we see are not a very clear view of like what what her base character is gonna be either. But uh, what do you, what do you think of the skins? What do you think of her with those skins first and foremost? The they're I, I don't know. I've always I've always been a little a little weird about skins that cover their face. I don't know why, and that goes with all the characters. If it changes their facial structures, by all means, I know Roadhog has some cool ones, but like, um, like one of my favorite Reaper skins is is where he has his original mask. Um, but if the mask changes, that's fine. Um, I don't know. I don't know why why it's why it's a thing of mine. So on that one, you see how like her she has like a mask or she has a cover on her or whatever. It's kind of it's kind of real weird. The the one in the first one, the pajamas. I like the stars. It, for some reason, it reminded me of Rosalina, which looks cool. She has like a little pajama cape and cool little cat, little snow, a little cap on there. It looks also pretty badass. Um, but it's that second one, which again, probably people probably like it a lot more because of the whole like there's a lot going on. But I just can't get past the weird if, masquerade. If mask. if the second one didn't have the mask, it would like, be it would be, it would be top yeah, tier. Top, yeah, yeah, for sure. But that masquerade mask just does not do it for me, man. Like it, it I, I know it's something small and trivial, but it bugs me. One of my favorite skins um, is Ash, is Low Red Riding Hood, and it's one of my favorites. But one of my biggest gripes about it is that it covers half her face. Bob looks amazing. I love the wolf. You know, the, the you know Low Red Riding Hood is awesome, and it just covers half her face. I'm just gonna that's that's a little that's weird. Uh, Soldier seventy six. I always roll with the um, always roll with uh, which color? The one where he has a. It's either a commando one or the barbecue. Uh, the the was it oh, barbecue yeah. barbecue chef one? Again, mm-hmm. it's just, just because I don't know if I'm just used to just there's original design or Roadhog kind of gets a pass because Roadhog has a mask anyways. You know what I mean? So you can just kind of change the mask. Reaper kind of same thing, changes mask. Zen Zen kind of thing. But there's uh, one of my favorites, the Shuge Liang. Or Kong Ming, if you know him by that by that name. I, I've never changed that skin, but again, it's just the color palette's always real nice. I'm a big sucker for color palettes, a big sucker for um just I guess a lot of nice change. Just don't cover anything. I want to see I, I would like to just, you know, see everything. Yeah, and it, it's hard to know because we don't know what she looks like base form yet. So yeah. it's tough. What okay, so big question. What she her weapon in her right hand? Is it a sword? Is it a gun? Is it both? That is a. Honestly, you know what it reminds me of. What is it? It kind it kind of reminds me of the mix between a a keyblade. That's one a keyblade mm-hmm. from Kingdom Hearts, and uh, the Monado from um, Casino Blade. I'm not sure exactly what it's going to be, but I think it's a gun. I'm pretty sure it's going to be a gun. Again, very Keyblade-esque. If, if you played Part 2, you can shoot projectiles from it. So that's what it reminds me of for some reason. But then the Monado, because it's... You see how there's like this 
slit right in the middle, and there's a slit in the middle on both of them, uh, mm-hmm. right there, right there at the end. It looks like, like it opens it just, up. Like it opens up. So if that's gonna be the gun, fine. But I don't know. I don't know if it's gonna be like a sword thing too. But it kind of it kind of holds like a keyblade more so for me. And it kind of again reminds me of the Monado uh, of a keyblade. So again, I'm not sure. I think it's a gun. I'm pretty sure it's a gun. But it'd be cool if it were both. Yeah. Yeah, it would. It would be cool. It would be interesting to see how they would make that happen. How they'd make that work. But uh, but yeah, I, I feel the same. I still don't feel any more clarity on whether it's one or the other. I still feel like it's both because it does feel like it does seem like she has her finger like on a trigger. Yeah. So that kind of I mean that's his gun, right? But that slit, like what what is it? Just that she's gonna shoot out projectiles, or is there gonna be something else to it? Are you gonna get too close and she's gonna like prop it up and smack you with it or what? I don't know, but I'm I'm excited. I, I like that. I like both skins, but I prefer that second one. And like we said, without the mask, it would probably be even way better. So. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I don't know. Uh, I guess we can go into some of the uh, leaked um, abilities. First of which, which kind of seems like the more polarizing uh, out of, you know, what I'm kind of gauging from like the reaction online and Twitter, this we're getting this uh, information from Twitter or X or whatever it is. I, don't, I I really don't know what to call it because the link is still Twitter, but the headings and everything now say X. So I yeah. don't know, but uh, I'm just going to keep going. I'm just going to keep rolling with Twitter uh, is that there's going to be some sort of healing turret. Uh, so Marcus and I right away, like we started, uh, before this, we started talking about it. Like, well, what kind of turn? Is it more like Torb? Is it more like Symmetra? Is it more like uh soldier's pylon? Is what, what, what's the range? Uh, is it going to, we're going to have to put it defensively. Are we going to toss it out? Is it just one? There's just so many possibilities for something like that. Uh, mm-hmm. that we just kind of got to wait and see until, like we say in, in the next couple of days, we're going to get something. We're going to get some kind of look here. Uh, at what our hero is going to be like not I, I don't think maybe i don't think too much of a deep dive yet but at least some sort of uh preview yeah or trailer yeah, some kind yeah, of little yeah. trailer for for the new season so uh what do you think of the turret yes yay nay you're down wait and oh, see i'm i like turrets <laughs> i know some people hate them and again i hate playing i cannot stand playing against them but i love using them and i and i'm gonna stick to that you know if there's ever a turret and it's coming if there's ever a turret if there's ever a mercy those things need to be the first thing to die you know what i mean mm-hmm. <laughs> and i'm saying that because i was playing mystery heroes uh yesterday night and we were playing a, a push map and the other team just kept steamrolling us and i had I, w- I had the most i think i was eight and six but the rest of my team was in the negatives two and four two and five two and seven and all i kept thinking to myself was like just kill the mercy just kill the mercy as soon as the mercy died, their team was done, and we started Almost. pushing it. Yeah, yeah, that's all. That's all it took. I was like, just kill them. And granted, you never know what you're gonna get, but as long as they had that stupid mercy, so just kill the mercy. And the mercy was doing whatever the hell it wanted. Nobody focusing the mercy. Just kill the mercy. So I, that's why I say it. Right? But nonetheless, going back to you know our our topic, I'm totally for it. Again, the like I mentioned, the only thing about the turn is it's gonna be rough because you're gonna have to peek to destroy it. And if there's a super good widow standing next to that turret there at the end, unless you're a Sombra or one of those hard counters, and by all means, right? But you know, just peeking is always real dangerous. But I, I do, I do like turrets. I do like the. I know some people oh, you just kind of throw it there, but it, if you know turrets, 
that helps with um what's that word i'm looking for um not placement um man what word am i looking for um like like life weaver life weaver does this he helps a lot of people positioning um Mm -hmm. having turrets helps a lot would help you a lot with positioning uh well again if somebody's focusing you maneuver you flank you do whatever you need to do it kind of to me i've always liked turrets because they bring more uh strategy to your positioning uh, which I, I again underrated and i don't think people would think about it in that terms what i do so i'm cool with that again i'm just curious as to if it's gonna be like a radius if it's gonna be like torbs or has this massive radius and just kind of shoots at everything and anything or is it gonna be something similar to like like you had mentioned symmetra but if it's a you know whether it's a small little um device with a laser in the in, in the immediate area so it, it'd be kind of interesting to see more or less what kind of turret but again as far as output we don't know what it's gonna do or whatever. As long as again, as long as it's balanced, I'm perfectly okay. But you know, it's tough some, for some people. Yeah, I think uh, I, I think first and foremost we got to see what kind of turret it's gonna be. Yeah. Uh, and what concealing it is gonna be like. Uh, is it gonna be something that's huge that the other team can see? Uh, the reports here say that it's gonna have 150 HP, which is not not you know terrible but also not crazy to where like if it's this huge thing and the other team can see it they'll be able to destroy it relatively quickly two three shots boom done yeah um so is it something you're gonna have to be able to use defensively real defensively like and conceal it and uh kind of use strategy to play some is it just gonna be one is it gonna be multiple uh is it uh, gonna be able to heal across the map do you have to be in range and communicate to your teammate, like, fall back, here's my turret, ping it, you know, things like that. So it's uh, one of those things where you just got to wait. And like like we said a couple times already, we're going to have to, we'll know more in a few days. Uh, I think the next ability, which is a, a cooldown base, uh, it's a quote-unquote BAP jump, BAP-type jump that knocks enemies back. I don't really think there's too much there to unpack. You know, he, he's going to have a little bit of mobility, escapability to be able to jump and uh, be able to get on high ground and stuff like that. So, yeah, um, not not too much there. Just, you know, a little bit of a more defensive ability um, with, you know, a little bit of a boop. That, that, that's kind of going to be the interesting thing there. How much of a boop? Because you play you play certain uh, certain maps and, you know, people are looking for those. uh environmentals like crazy i know i know what happens to you i know what happens to me like we're like oh i just wanna you just want to boot people and i want to freaking punch people off the map sometimes i freaking lodge myself off with doomfist because i missed my punch (laughs) and that's one of the things i miss most about overwatch one i know they got when they got rid of banners at the end of every match one of my most satisfying things and you know it where it say six environmental kills Five in my that's all I give a shit about sometimes, especially when it was uh the well and Elios when it was the well and then when it was the garden where you can just use Roadhog kind of you know. So I, I always went ham, so especially with Wrecking Ball when he used to have um he used to be able to push people a lot more a lot further. So uh, I don't blame you, man. Yeah, so that one that one's not too crazy. Uh the ultimate though seems a little interesting. Uh it says the ultimate allows you to fly in the air and shoot one rocket. Uh, it compares it to Rays from Valorant. I know neither one of us are really Valorant players, but uh, that's what it compares it to. And it says you're able to deal damage and apply a Discord orb type debuff to anyone affected. Yeah. So that for now, that's all it says. So you're flying up in the air, you're shooting a rocket, you're doing some damage and debuffing. Uh, right. 
yeah so again this is gonna be something that's like what's the radius like uh what is the range like um you know do you have some do you have a uh allotted amount of time to be able to shoot this thing is it quick is it you know you can kind of fly around for a little bit and pick uh what what is the damage like what is you know imagine having a far up in the air and uh this character and a mercy like what is what is it like damage boosted and then you have all these people just dive on whoever gets this uh quote unquote discord debuff like i don't know there's a lot of possibilities for this one can we get it can we get yeah i was gonna say is there i mean obviously with her ult but like imagine you had a battle mercy you had you had um uh Ilya, you had um Echo, Farah, uh, and then fly? and then and then monkey or monkey or diva diving in. Like just like, somebody flying. Just imagine oh, you like just like dive. You know, just, just dive. Everybody dive. These people. <laughs> It'd be interesting. It'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, I can already see her. Like she she's she flies in. She shoots the rocket. Discords everybody. Then mercy, mercy is buffing Farah. Farah ults. Diva comes in and uh, defense Matrix Farah so she can't get killed and boom, team kill. Yeah, and then somebody and then your last hero just comes in and picks up the scraps, right? Which is echo perfect echo like she has the her little beam that just kills yeah. everybody super fast. So I don't I don't know. There's a lot of crazy possibilities with this. It seems like it does a lot. You fly, you do damage, Discord. Uh, the only thing that's notably missing from there is like uh, any type of healing or something like that. So, uh, will this be more of an offensive-based hero and rely solely on her turrets for healing? If this information is correct, uh, so again, I mean, caught supports, or caught yeah. support, not 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 healers, right? So even if they're supporting, and I think you had mentioned it right before we talked, is as, in what way are they going to enable? Right, your team. So as long as they're an enabler to a to to something that's going to help out, I'm all for it. I know I don't want people to get get it twisted. Oh, healer, healer. You know, sometimes they're not healers; they're enablers. So I think that's a very good word to use in terms of the support. So that's awesome. Yeah, that's, that's another, what I'm hoping for. Another thing that just popped in my head is if it's a Discord debuff, can you Discord somebody on top of that? And what does that even look like? Does the character just explode? Like. You you don't yeah, even man, have they, to touch it like they just they instantly die. combust they just combust <laughs> yeah and you're kicked out of the game yeah. because f you uh, I don't know like it I'm down I'm ready I'm ready to see more and I'm ready to play it I'm ready to get out of season five <laughs> yeah. yeah so yeah I mean uh, again we're nine days away now from this character we'll see a little something between now and then. And uh, I know Marcus has been dying for this next piece of news. There was reports all week, leaks all week. People were talking about it all week. But now it's official that Nintendo is planning to release its next generation console during the second half of 2024. All I got to say is is, hallelujah. Now, and I mentioned it and I I kept saying it and all these reports came. They said March and March. And I said, well, I was like, maybe because the Switch came out of March. And I to the last one, I think even our last podcast, I said, no, I would shoot for holiday 2024. I would shoot for October, November, because that's when it was. And that's when we're going to get it, Rico. I'm telling you. I'm I'm glad they said that because I was like, damn, I called it again. I'm like a Nintendo prophet. 
<laughs> and it's just guessing games. No, all I'm doing is just going back and checking what makes sense and just using factual data to come up with these hypotheses. But yeah, I, uh, when they announced it, I said, yeah, well, my first thing was I knew it, <laughs> which I'm excited about. But my second uh, thing was, go ahead. I was just going to say second, I mean, the second half would fall, what, anywhere from July to December? Onwards. Yeah, it can be July, August, September, October, November, December. So, but they're saying second half of 2024, again, keep in mind that they would probably come out with their Nintendo Direct in September 1st to kind of show off what the specs are going to look like, which would shoot for an October, November release date. That's, that's, again, that's, that's the way it's working in my head. Um, they usually do a Nintendo Direct in September. Um, so I would kind of venture on that, you know, we might get some more news probably next summer. We're, we're probably getting more soon. I wouldn't even get, put it past if we get some in February, but for sure next summer, there's that, if they do a summer showcase, they're going to hype it up, but they will, they always hype it up. They'll always give you one last two raw right before then. So they will not release it before they have a chance to show it off even more from a direct. That's just, that's just me um, uh, guessing more so october mm-hmm. november i'm still i'm still i'm still stuck with those days so we'll see um but what do you think of this what what were your immediate thoughts i mean right away just uh i'm still stuck on what is what are we getting going forward i know there's reports saying that they might go away from the oled and go back to an led uh or lcd screen uh which it's 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 uh it's real interesting to me that you know it seems like there's kind of divided uh bases of people that play the switch out there um before before i used to play almost exclusively docked and then i know that uh in talking to you uh along the way like you you would always tell me i play mostly like handheld and I, I would tell you, like, well, I don't really play too much handheld. When I don't have it on the dock, I'll play, like, tabletop. Like, I'll, I'll kick out the little stand, and I'll play it there with my controller or whatever. Um, so it led me to think, like, if they are going to ch- make some changes in terms of the OLED, like, that doesn't make, that doesn't hurt me that much. But for the people that are all about handheld, like, that kind of sucks. Like, going from an OLED to a non-OLED, whether, you know... If it's, the if the spec if the specs are better, like I think you you make that sacrifice. You you live with that. Which but, I think they will be either way. But but it, it led me to think. It le- it kind of led me to think. What if they made one? What if they made different versions of the of the of the next console and made one where the battery life isn't the they they sacrifice you know the battery life a little bit and the screen and whatever, but it performs a lot better on the TV. Yeah. And then make one that like, you know, not necessarily like a like a switch light, but something more that, you know, okay, you're not a person that plays on the TV, like we're going to soup up your switch for handheld like the best handheld experience we can give you. The OLED, you know, 60 FPS, all the bells and whistles. I wonder if that's a thing that would work. N- um Nintendo's never never released or launched two consoles right off the bat back to back they've always waited a year or so like that i I wouldn't doubt if it's something that we're like kind of like to do this round 
they start you off with an LED. And again, their their rationale is always cost efficient, cost efficient, especially because I think, again, remember, this is your home console. This is a Nintendo console, first and foremost. The gimmick of it being handheld was more of a luxury to some, um, especially if they're going to be going, because there's a lot of reports saying PS4 Pro, PS4 Pro, uh, as far as like specs and power, which I'm perfectly okay with. I've never been on, 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 the, on the Nintendo bandwagon for, you know, uh for their specs or graphics or anything like that you know what i mean i've always done it more for their games and in this case if you're going to play it docked it gives you a better reason to especially if you want to get the most out of your console especially if they're going to if they're going to throw ps4 pro at you as far as specs are concerned it kind of makes me think okay at least a you know hd gaming um 60 frames per second at least you know like that whereas if you're running led and again i don't know led or if the OLED screen, again, one's going to reduce the costs, if that means they're going to make handheld perform a little bit better. Uh, I know a lot of things, a lot of times it's like, well, would you prefer to for them for the costs so they can make the refresh rate better or the cost so they can make um, just the gameplay better, a lot more smoother? Or do you want top of the line here, OLED to but we're going to have to cut corners elsewhere? Something's got to give. And I think they're trying to be as cost effective as possible in terms of handheld to make dock better but also give us a more fluid experience when you play it um handheld you know what i mean better docked better experience handheld does that make sense am i making sense yeah uh little improvements in both and not necessarily huge yeah, ones huge ones day, just for one and and i mentioned like the two different ones with more of like a longer term yeah uh, and at the end of the day they're gonna mind. release they're gonna release the nintendo switch OLED or their Nintendo Switch V2. Keep in mind that the, the Nintendo Switch, current Nintendo Switch, saw three different iterations of the Nintendo Switch. Version 1, version 1.5, and then the OLED. 1.5 being the one with a little bit of battery life, extra battery life, and stuff like that. The one that you couldn't mod. And then we got our OLED Switch. So there's three, we've got three versions there's of it. There's sound too, right? I'm sorry? I think the speakers were also a little improved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little, little improved. So we're, we're going to get more of that. It makes a lot, it makes a lot of sense. Um, so why go all in when they can make more money in the long run at the end of the day it's always about money and i'm gonna throw my money on nintendo as many times as i need to so i know there's a lot of those reports going on but it makes sense and i again i don't know if i'm just kind of being rational or thinking uh, you know just kind of in their shoes my main concern which i wouldn't even call it a concern just because i think we're going to be okay two things is backwards compatibility Mm-hmm. I was God gonna forbid, say that too. God forbid if they if they do not do backwards to compatibility, I would flip and I would be I will I don't know what I'd do. <laughs> I'll, of course, I'll just keep my switch and whatever. But Nintendo has had a history of being backwards compatibility the majority of the time. When the DS came out, they gave you a Game Boy Advance slot. You know what I mean? The only time they didn't is uh, the DS games. That was probably one of the only few times the Wii U played Wii games and, and things. The, and the Switch, they kind of released all it. The Switch has become the one of the probably the biggest Nintendo hub where you can play just about every single Nintendo game ever across NSO and the remakes and all that stuff. Again, we, do, we don't have a couple like we don't have Ocarina of Time or Bridger's Mask HD yet, but it's going to be a hub where you can be able to play everything. Taking away backwards compatibility would would be a big slap in the face because if not, they're going to try and what? It, it, I, for 70 bucks. I, no, I, I believe that I believe the, the only my thinking there is if they don't do 
which I, I was going to bring that up too. Uh, if they don't do like the full on backwards compatibility, they are going to use that as a way, as a means to sell more NSO. They're going to say, your games don't play on the new system, but if you subscribe to NSO, you're going to have access to them all digitally. Yeah, I see uh, that because in my case, which, I have... which would which would be cool for people that are buying it for the first time, but for us that have been buying all these games along the life of the Switch, like that kind of leaves us out to dry. Yeah. Uh, so, I I I would hope that that's not their thinking process, but that was what I thought in my mind when I said, like, for one, backwards compatibility, like, is something that a a lot of people a lot of people are gonna like it's a big decision that everyone's gonna be like waiting for like yeah and it has to it has to be a thing if not they're gonna piss a lot of people off yeah and the thing is is that they have it's they have to make backwards compatibility work and move and but they also have to move forward so as soon as they introduce that that, that's the tough part right yeah no no and and i'm gonna be the first one to say it once the switch 2 comes out to hell with the Switch games. Yes, we're giving you the backwards compatibility option to, to play them, but you were, everything going forward, we're only making for the current gen Switch. And I think that's that's why the PlayStation and Xbox suffer a lot is because, yeah, you can play them across all these platforms. Hey, if you want to move forward, no offense, you got to force these people to buy your new console to play your games. You know what I mean? So I, that's yeah. what I think. You can give them backwards, give us backwards compatibility. I'll be the first one, right? But at the end of the day, Anything I buy going forward is going to only be able to be played on my current handheld, on my current gen console. Does that make sense? That you know, that's the dream. You know, for a lot of the people that like us do buy, do try and buy the latest, like as soon as uh, they're out. But uh, I, I really just don't see them doing that. To be honest, I that that's the challenge when you have the backwards compat thing, and when you have two different versions of a console out there, and you have to develop this game. You usually well, have to develop the game for the least powerful console out there and then have the other one upgraded. Go ahead. Okay, so keep, keep in mind, it happened. Nintendo is not going to do, and they will never do, what happened with the Wii U, you know, where there's some, a lot of similarities to the point where nobody bought that console. I think they learned enough during those times to kind of, hey, we have to, we have to make sure we move forward and we have to get people to buy our stuff because it's going to look bad when they don't. You know what I mean? And again, backwards compatibility, it's, to me, it's, it's a must. They have to have it. I'll, I would be super upset if they didn't. Um, but at the end of the day, it's okay, fine. We're going to give you backwards compatibility, but we're going to, everything going forward, we're going to, you know, it's, we're going to go. So I hope. Um, I, I, I would think they would, they would wait until a certain date. Because I think we're going to have to see what the availability is going to be like first. If it's going to be very, very hard to get these things, which these things are going to sell like crazy. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, so, so um, they I, think they're, I, I, I think they're going to have to wait. And I think even if they say like, okay, on launch, the, the upgraded versions of like these 20, 30 games are going to be available yeah on the on the console and i think they could slowly like enhance them and then say like okay down the line like we're gonna start just strictly going for the new console but i think it's gonna depend on how how easy it is to get these things because if it ends up being like a ps5 situation where you know it took over a year maybe two like to be able to get them like 
You're gonna everybody that can't get them, like you're gonna leave them out to dry if you just start making these new games. You know, there's a new Zelda, there's a new Pokemon in that time, there's a new Mario, like there's a new anything. Like they're not gonna be able to play those games if you lock them for like yeah, exclusive and, for the next. And and I mean, don't get me wrong, I would love that, but it just doesn't make sense that they would isolate people like that to me. But uh, I mean, it's they, a very complex uh, issue, I guess. No, yeah, and and they did it with the. Um, I mentioned the Wii and the Wii U, but they did it with like Breath of the Wild, especially when it comes to their big, big games. And Breath of the Wild is probably only one of the few that I can think of where they made for the Wii U and the Switch. You can actually buy, you can actually play it on both of them. Um, I forgot which other ones, but that was one of the ones. And again, it was a handful of games. It wasn't. They didn't do it. You know, like PlayStation, and Xbox do it. All, they do it. Oh man, for like years to come, I don't remember exactly which games, but I know it was like a, a few. But for the most part, they're Nintendo's always been Nintendo, so I it's kind of you can kind of expect certain things, right? So well, we'll, we'll see what happens. But um, the next thing, which is another big one, is NSO in general needs to be, you know <laughs> they need to keep growing. They need to keep growing. There has to be a better way for me to get on Nintendo or get online on Nintendo and play with my buddies <laughs> without having to, you know, be on Discord or without having to go through these loops. And uh, and then uh, I know, like lately, we've been playing NSO, but we've been playing N sixty four and and some of the some of the what you call them um, connections have been man to say the least you know what i mean so obviously i would hope they improve because nso has so much potential and i don't even, i'm not sure if they know what they have there or what they're sitting on but like just in a week two weeks we know we spent 50 dollars for the year to be able to play these games and you know like it, they can do so much and nso can can be this huge like I don't, I don't even know what you even call it, right? But this is just huge, like plethora of just hey, you want to play all these old titles? Go for it. We're gonna we're gonna make these old old titles. And they did it with like 007, you know, multiplayer across online, like like they it's, it's they're, essentially they're in the right direction. It's essentially Game Pass with nostalgia. So yes. it, it 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 it's like lightning in a bottle, you know, like it, it's crazy. You get on there. You're going to play a game or two, and then all of a sudden, like, it's been hours, and you're talking trash with your friends. Like, yeah, you see, I could st- all these years later, I can still whoop your ass in, in tennis or golf or battle or whatever it is that we're playing. Like, it's just uh, good old fun, you know? Um, so, yeah, that definitely needs to improve. I, I don't know what they can do in terms of, like, a party system and be more up-to-date with, with, uh, with things more along the lines of, like, uh, an Xbox party or, like, uh, being able to chat on PlayStation. Uh, if they are going to be... If there's going to be cross-play with their last console, uh, that one, I, I really don't know. That one, I don't, I don't think could happen where they're going to be able to play with people on the older Switch and be able to have, like, some kind of yeah, compatibility with, with stuff. So that, to me, is a lot more complicated. Um but they have to continue to grow it, hopefully to something more Game Pass style. Uh, maybe they'll start to include some of their newer games and not just uh, something like that. I know something for me in the in the Pokemon verse, like I've, I want some more Pokemon stuff on there. If not its own app, like for just Pokemon stuff would be pretty cool. People have uh, theorized about that, something like that for a long time. Uh, 
but I agree. I whole, wholeheartedly agree. Uh, the online experience needs to improve. And I think, I'm not sure if it is, uh, if it's the radio inside the Switch or even, even like the, uh, the port that I have on my Switch, uh, dock. I, I'll pl- I'll hardwire my Xbox and it'll tell me that I'm getting almost a gig of, of download. Then I plug the same wire into my switch port and it'll give me like 30 or 40 download. So I don't know if it's like the hardware that just cannot go like beyond a certain point. Like if that's kind of just old at this point. Uh, but, you know, that's something that needs to improve. And that's what I was going to jump on, jump on to next. Like we're, we are at like a crossroads where switch cannot. It's OK to a lot of us because like you're going to play Zelda. I'm going to play Pokemon it's the only place we play so we're we're not gonna we're not gonna miss out on our games right and that's that's true of like a lot of people the people that love the marios the people that love uh you know the uh what is it called samus's uh metroid the metroid games and stuff like that the mario parties the smash games stuff like that so we um yeah all of those uh people are gonna play them regardless of like what the performance is like but I I think they this is a like a very very big point where they can't a- afford to fall too far behind. I think the jump needs to be significant. And if that PS4 thing is true, I think that that's okay. I think that's yeah, good. I think I think I, so too. I I think that's good. I think that's enough of a jump. Uh it's just going to be like where is it is that strictly going to be on handheld is, I mean, is that strictly going to be on docked? Is it where are all these improvements going to be? Because it, it has to be better for a lot of people because there's so many different ways you can use this console. Mm. So I don't know. I I'm excited that it's coming next year, but I do not envy being them and like all these different ways that they need to improve. Uh, and the expectations, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. And another thing is going to be like, what do they name this thing? Uh, I don't think they can afford to blow it. <laughs> yeah, they're not gonna. Yeah, they're not gonna say like Switch Two because again, you don't want a Wii U mishap. But I, I don't know. I, I'm I'm kind of curious. And if there's even gonna be a gimmick again, usually Nintendo's consoles mm-hmm. have always had some sort of gimmick. I don't think in this case, this is one of the few cases where I don't think they don't, and they should just capitalize and move on with what they have in the Switch because again. Portability, having the options to play how, when, when, where you want, like that's just something else. And I'm just not sure exactly what needs to be done. Like I'm gonna, if they come out with a gimmick, I'm gonna be in shock because I can't think of something that they need. What, to do what else like, does it need? Yeah. yeah. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes, and I'm sure we'll get more info if they're already kind of saying, "Oh, next year." Yeah, I'm, I'm anticipating sometime in December because we usually do have it in Nintendo Direct in September. Then at that point we will still not get any information, but we will probably get more info maybe February, more than likely June. For sure. I'll be I'll be shocked if they introduce the the Nintendo Switch 2 here in, in September, if we get one. Damn, do you think they'll switch the uh Do you think that's it for like the snapping sound, like in the Nintendo Directs? No, uh, because yeah, you, you think they'll keep it the little they'll next, keep it and then the little. <laughs> I think just because the most it, it, again their motion their motion controls. Honestly, I will maybe something a little bit bigger 
because if let's say like what if you were to attach like actual Wiimotes on your switch that size that'd be a big handheld but you know i think they can afford to make the their joy cons a little bit bigger because they are smaller i think they figured out that their demographic are older people right um adults and as compared to kids have smaller hands adults usually have bigger hands and sometimes playing on that little thing can kind of cramp up even you know if you have small hands i have small hands for a guy and they kind of cramp up anyway so we'll see that goes. That's something else. Do you think they make? You think they make the whole thing bigger? You think they offer different sizes? Maybe down the line. I think everything will be standard right from the get go. I think it will. Be, the screen will at least be as big as what the the OLED we have right now. There's, there. I don't see them reducing in any way. Externally, hardware maybe. Again, but that's just to make something else better. You know, internally for the system. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, and then now now since the you know, we have other options in the handheld market with the Steam Deck, I know Logitech has theirs. I think there's an, maybe one or two others out there too. Mm. Like it's going to be interesting to see how far they try and push uh with their different, you know, ways. I also can't really think of another gimmick. I feel like why fix what isn't broken? Just improve it. Yeah. Improve exactly. it, make it better, push it as far as you can and yeah, and just uh, listen to you, listen to the fans. Give us exactly. a better online. Uh, add a BR to uh, <laughs> the kingdom. Multiplayer. Yeah, give the people what they want. Bring Bla- bring Blastoise to. Uh, um, Scarlet invited already. Hurry up. <laughs> uh, I think that's it, right? Like you know, I mean. Leave it to us to have kind of a slow news week, even though we had an extra couple of days, and you know we still are able to just go and go and go. Oh man! Again, we talk about obviously we're passionate about the things we talk about, and we can talk about these things all day. So I'm I'm super okay with it. I can talk about this for another hour, but time's a wasting. Yeah, you want to play some Street Fighter after this or what? <laughs> uh, is the mod gonna be there? <laughs> of course. <laughs> Uh, but I'll, uh, I guess we'll close with our hero of the week. Um, I didn't get to look too much into too many things, but there was one thing that really stood out to me. And uh, there was a clip that kind of went viral that was going around of uh, Margot Robbie at her at the premiere, I think, for Barbie. There was a fan that made her. Was it a, like a little sign or did they, they made her something? And the fan was deaf. And was trying to, uh, you know, use a sign language with her. Mm-hmm. And she, she was like, oh, for me, for me. And she, like, passed the sign along. And she started signing with the fan. Yeah, yeah, I did she, see that. She was, she was showing that she knew how to sign, too. And, like, you could just see the fan, like, was super excited. Yeah. They just happened to get this on camera. Like, it was just such a, like, heartfelt, heartwarming moment. Yeah. Uh, you know, and at like her huge debut for her huge movie like i don't know to me it was just super amazing make it's the, one of those types of moments that like just makes you feel good inside and feel good about humanity and all that kind of stuff like restore your faith a little bit so i was uh i just wanted to give a huge uh shout out to margo i sorry i still haven't gone to see your movie i know everybody talks about it but uh, I'll i'll see it this week for sure for sure you got to it's good it's good um, well, with that said, I'll go ahead and close it out. 
If you have not checked out our latest episodes, we finally got Omar, a.k.a. the Big Bad Booty Daddy, with us last week. We were talking about collecting all kinds of collections, retro video game collections, and the things that we enjoy and collect. Uh, before that, make sure you check out the weekly recap from last week as well. Talk about Baruto, Microsoft, and Chat GPT finishing books, right? So we'll see how that goes. Um, but other than that, thank you for listening. We hope you have a great week, and we will check in with you next time. Y'all have a good night. Thanks for listening, guys. And uh, I don't know, rumor around the, the pond is that the next guest might be Elite. Later. <laughs>